Bokar Tov, we are on Shemuel Bet, chapter Vav. And we did Sukim Yud Aleph and Yud Bet. Round one of bringing the Aaron into Ir David, or Yerushalayim proper, was a failure. Why? Because the Aaron was not brought with essentially the proper reverence. The Aaron should have been brought by Levi with Bakatefisau. It should have been brought with, uh, with shofarot and fear and trepidation. And instead, it was like a party in which they're singing and dancing and getting all excited. But with the song and the dance, there's potential, there's potential to get carried away and to lose the fear and the trepidation, the yirah. Too much quote-unquote ahava without being tempered by yirah can lead a person into try, thinking that they are, they're closer to God than they really are. And that's not good. Interestingly, that's a very often how people die. Suddenly, in the Tanakh, what's the most classic example of someone dying for being too excited and approaching God too comfortably? I have three examples. What's the most famous one? Nadav and Aviu. Oh, yeah. The sons of Aaron, they go in, they bring in Ish Zara. What's the significance of bringing Ish Zara? Why is that bad? It's bad because you weren't commanded to bring it. If you were f- afraid of God, you wouldn't just bring things that you, were, you weren't commanded to bring. The fact that you feel comfortable enough to invent your own offering, you just come in and show up at God's doorstep whenever you want, is a sign that you've become too comfortable and you lack the proper fear. And that's Nadav and Avihu's problem. That's their, their sin. A very similar sin to Uzzah and to the whole Am Yisrael in this procession. The other time people came too close to God without the proper fear was the people who brought the Ketoret in this fight with Korah. All those people get burnt because the same way Nadav and Avihu died, to be honest, because they also, they just, okay, I want to be a Kohen. I want to bring Ketoret. What do you mean? You have to have the proper fear. There's a process. There's a thing. There's a way to do it. If you just think you can show up and do it, you're essentially, you're, uh, you don't have the proper yira'ah, okay? So that was, in a nutshell, the problem with the first procession of the Aron. Pasuk Yud Bet. Vayugad lamelech David lemor, and it was told to the king David, saying, Berach Adonai bet Ovededom et kol lo. God has blessed the house of Ovededom and, to every, and everything that he has, ba'avur Aron ha'Elohim, because of the Aron. And David went and he starts bringing the Aaron from the house of Obededom, the Giti, the Levi. He starts bringing the Aaron to Ir David with joy. Again, round two. So after a few months that they see that the Aaron is bringing Bracha into the house of Obededom, they see that, okay, maybe the Boreolam isn't angry anymore. Maybe it's an opportunity to bring it again, so they're trying to take two. And it was when they took steps, the carriers of the Ark of God, notice that they are carriers this time, that are carrying it directly. They would go six steps, and then they would bring an ox and a fattened cow, or something like that, whatever Muri is. Now, what's the significance of Shishat Se'adim? Radak. It seems like when, when Uzzah touched the Aaron, he died after taking six steps. 
וכיוון שראו אלה נושאי הארון, כי הלכו שישה צעדים ולא היה להם פה גרה, שמחו. The people, the Levim, this time, when they're carrying the Aron and, and they go six steps, and they see that they, they go six steps without dying, they become happy. So they pause the Aron and they brought Zivachim, they brought Korbanot, to show gratitude to God for keeping them alive. Right. Now there's more, there's a lot of significance here. I want to show you also in Divrei Yamim, it says, Shor Umri, in Divrei Yamim it says, V'sham, in Divrayim it says Shiv'a Farim Shiv'ailim. How many cows did they bring? How many cows and, and, and rams did they bring? Seven of each. Shiv'a. Shiv'a ve Shiv'a. Now why would they bring Shiv'a ve Shiv'a? Seven is a good number. Well, because they're going six steps, and on the seventh step is Kodesh Lashem. You see? You go six days, and on the seventh day is Kodesh. So this, you go six steps, and on the seventh step, they did like a mini Shabbat. Okay. Okay? The idea being... <laughs> the, idea, the, the idea is that every seventh day, they desig- every seventh step, they designated it as holy. You know, so every seven steps, they did a Shekhita? Uh, on the seventh step, they did seven and seven. You see? No, but then after every seventh steps, Every seven steps, they did another Koban, yeah. So it took them... A long time. Oh, so they did like hundreds and hundreds of korbanot on the way there? They, they must have, according to... That doesn't make any sense. Uh, why not? They did a lot of korbanot. All of Am Yisrael. No, All of Am Yisrael is, is, is bringing the Mishkan right now. It's not Mishkan, Aron. Yeah, the Aron. Yeah. Good catch, because it's definitely not the Mishkan. That doesn't make any sense. I think it's just the first step. I think it's just the first six, six steps, the seventh step they did it, and then... That's it. Then they started bringing it for real. Oh, that's what you're. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Would it make sense for them to do it every seven steps? That's like that would take them like months. Just no, to get it's each not. Line. That's not. That's not what he's saying. He's saying every six steps. Yeah, it took them a long time just to bring the yeah. usual line. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, I think they're saying that they did it over and over. Now there's one more thing that it says, Where did I read it? It said that they brought, maybe it's in Divrei Amim, it says that they brought one for a Ola and one for a Shilamim. I think that one is in, in um, Divrei Yamim. One for Ola, one for Shilamim. And the reason for that is because Ola represents fear. Because it's completely burnt before God. The Shilamim is the one that you could partake in. Mm-hmm. The Ola represents the fact that you can't touch the Kodesh. You burn it completely. You can't touch it. The Shilamim represents the fact that there is opportunity sometimes to get closer to God. Right, so everything here in the second procession is going to drive that idea home that with closeness to God must come a proper fear. David is dancing and jubilantly dancing with all of his strength before God. David And David this time is wearing the ephod bud. Now it's an interesting radak on ephod bud. Um, in the Nach, the ephod and the and the me'il are used interchangeably. 
according to the Radak. In the Chumash, the Ephod and Meil are two separate clothings of the Kohanim. Kohanim. So here, just the fact that David is wearing an Ephod, does not mean he's wearing, he's wearing something that the Kohanim wear, but he's not wearing the big dick Okay? Okay, go So he's wearing an Ephod, he's wearing this tunic. Uh, and David and all of Israel are bringing up the Aaron of God with a teru'ah and the sound of a shofar. Again, teru'ah and kol shofar, they instill fear. And they bring fear. So again, we're emphasizing in this procession a lot of fear. And as the Aaron of God is coming to the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Shaul, is watching by the window. And she sees that David is dancing and shaking before God, and and it became it was uh, it became it was ridiculous in her eyes. It was it was a. Uh, the word they use is contemptuous. Contemptuous, contemptuous. in her eyes. Okay? Aaron but we pause that. Let's finish with the Aaron. And then Aaron Adonai oil. And they brought the Aaron of God, they put it in its place inside the tent. Asher Natalo David that David had placed for the Aaron. David Olot Ushlamim. Oh, here it says the Olot Ushlamim. And David brought Olot Ushlamim again in that order because Olot first represents Yirah and then Shalamim represents the Simcha. David finished bringing the Olah and the Shalamim. And he blessed the nation in the name of Hashem. And he he divided up for Am Israel for all of the peoples of Israel that were there. For man to woman. And he gave to each man and to every woman, to each person, he gave a loaf of bread, of chala. He gave an eshpar, I think it's like a thing of wine. Uh, it says a portion of beef and then it says a portion of Oh, oh, ashpar of is a portion of, 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 uh, of beef, probably because it says, has the word par in it. Uh, but Ashisha Echat is a, is, a piece of, is a jug of wine or something. The last one is wine. Yeah. And everybody went back to their homes. Okay, so that's the, 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 beauty, the beautiful the process of bringing the Aaron back into Yerushalayim. It has it's taken a long detour, the Aaron. And what's interesting is that if you trace the location of the Aaron, it was at a different location from the Mishkan all these years. Right? When the original, in the time of Eli, when, um, which city was destroyed in the time of Eli? Was it Shiloh? That when, when, the, when the Pelishim originally defeated Am Israel and they took the Aron, we, the Mishkan was in one place, the Aron is in another place, and the Aron has not been returned to the place of the Mishkan all this time. Okay. It's still not returned to the place of the Mishkan. The Mishkan is somewhere else still. Where's the Mishkan right now? I don't know, we have to, we have to, somewhere you don't know. yeah, I know, I have to know. look it up, I have to look it up, I think the Radak talks about it, okay, so now the Aaron is sitting in a tent in Yir David, and the Mishkan is somewhere else, so we know what David is going to be thinking next, now, no, not bring the Mishkan, forget the Mishkan, now we're, Mishkan is whenever you need to travel, you, Mishkan is, is a temporary building that you use when oh, you're traveling. I said, now he's thinking about Beit Mikdash because we're settled. We're in our land. We're done. We've, we've arrived. We've, we're good. Okay? We'll go, uh, we'll start Pasukaf on Monday. It's the tense discussion between David and Michal. 
about whether his behavior was appropriate. And it's going to represent a very interesting dichotomy between the mentality of Michal never change. And, <laughs> and okay, interesting point you make. Uh, between between the mentality of Michal and the mentality of David Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen. Amen.